Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to the Ask the Expert show on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV, where we bring you educational information from top local experts in the fields of legal, health, financial, and home improvement. Now sit back and listen to experts in family law, association law, hearing loss, business brokers, home care, along with many other topics. Now here are your hosts, Steve-O and Sophia. Hey, good morning, Atlanta. I should say now, good morning, Georgia, because we are getting so much mail from the state of Georgia and actually surrounding areas. One of the things we try to do on this show is we always ask you for input to the shows. For about the last three months, we have gotten so many letters, so many text messages People wanting to know how come we don't have a workers' comp expert. And first of all, it's hard to find the right firm. That's first. And second of all, we've had no openings. Uh, Normally, our experts never leave. But we have been blessed enough to find, I can say this, one of the finest workers' comp attorneys in the state of Georgia and let's welcome, so we do listen to you, let's welcome attorney Nathaniel Hansford. Good morning, attorney. Good morning. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Oh, we are so lucky. We uh, actually have a friend of yours on our show who's with us twice a week and or twice a month. And he said, oh, he said, Nathaniel is one of the finest uh, workers' comp attorneys. So I am so excited about this show because there's so many questions that people have, and we just started promoting your show. Uh, before we get started, today's show is brought to you by Sunbelt Business Brokers of Atlanta who specialize in selling your business. Contact them today to set up an appointment by calling Sunbelt Business Brokers Atlanta, 770 Nine nine. So, can we call you Nate? Is that okay to do? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's what okay. So, first of all, tell us about yourself and your firm, because there's a lot of people who have, n- have never used your firm before. Sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Steve. We are uh, workers' compensation specialists. So that's all we do is we handle work accidents. Uh, throughout the state of Georgia, as well as I'm licensed in Alabama. So we handle cases in Alabama as well. Um, We've been doing this for, I've been practicing just workers' compensation law for almost 20 years. Uh, The firm is about 15 employees. We have uh, four other attorneys and um, multiple bilingual employees. So we handle both Spanish and English speaking cases, but we handle usually primarily, you know, bad injury, uh, workers' comp cases where folks are out of work, uh, had a surgery, serious injuries, uh, we're here to help whatever we can do to uh, 
support them, uh, fight for their rights, get their benefits, whether it be income benefits, medical care, prescriptions paid, transportation, uh, those kind of um, benefits under the law. Um, each state is different. Georgia has a pretty good workers' compensation system. Uh, I know you're, uh, Florida is different. Alabama is different. Um, it's all legislatively uh, created, and um, you know there 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 are certain entitlements, and it can be confusing. It can be complex when you get hurt on the job. A lot of folks don't know what to do, uh, what the policies are, because a lot of times they're the employer doesn't provide any information or doesn't doesn't explain to them that there's a list of doctors, a pink sheet of paper on the bulletin board, usually in the break room, who they can uh, select to treat with uh, if they get hurt on the job. Um, that's called the panel of physicians. So a lot of times uh, there's there's no information provided, no procedures, no policies with the, the employer, and therefore the clients kind of left out in the cold and uh, Usually that's when uh, they, they give us a call. Nate, we got about 12 uh, text messages when we started promoting your show last week. And I would say probably 75% of them are people that are afraid, you know, to go after the insurance companies uh, to hire an attorney. A lot of them seemed afraid to do this thinking there might be repercussions. Right. Now, that's a good good question and a good point. I get that every day, it seems like. Um, you know, and what I tell folks is it's it's kind of complex, the situation. When you get injured, um, we're dealing with the insurance company. So we're not dealing with their employer, per se. Um, you know, we're not filing a lawsuit right off the bat unless they don't provide the insurance company uh, doesn't provide the benefits that uh, the law allows for for the client for my clients. Um, and, and Georgia's at will employment, so it, they will not be terminated if they uh, hire an attorney. And they, the injured worker also needs to look out for themselves. Like if if they're if they have a permanent injury, they need to have somebody uh, fighting for their rights and making sure that they get all their benefits because the last thing they want to do is. Um, you know, continue working and then get terminated and then they don't file a claim and they can't pay their bills and they're out of work and they don't have entitlement to a worker's comp case. So there are a lot of um, steps and processes that they need to go through, but it can be confusing and complex and frustrating. And, and, and that's why it's good to have an attorney like us that can reach out to we can answer those questions and get them on the right path. You know, I can't tell you how many people have called our shows in other markets that said they tried to handle this themselves, thinking they were going to save some money. Right. And we're going to talk about why you don't have to do that because the way your fees are structured and it's amazing People will say, I lost so much because these insurance companies, they know exactly what they're doing and they're not your friend. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good point as well. Um, you know, basically, if, if someone hires us, they're not having to pay anything out of pocket. Um, you know, we would get 25 percent of any type of settlement down the road, but um, there's there's no risk really involved for an injured worker to, to hire us. Um, and, and, and like you said, it, the longer, uh, the injured worker delays, uh, the less rights they're going to have. The insurance company is going to point the finger at them and say, well, you must not have been that hurt. If you didn't hire an attorney, you didn't file a claim, you know, and if they don't file the claim or uh, report the claim within the year, then they're going to, the statute of limitations will run in Georgia and therefore, um, they will lose all entitlement to benefits. And we see that a lot of times where an injured worker might uh, file for short-term disability benefits instead of the workers' comp uh, process through that system uh, because the employer may say, hey, just, just file through your short-term disability. Well, that that precludes if, they, if the year runs without filing the workers' comp case, 
then that would preclude their entitlement to any workers' comp benefits. And the workers' comp benefits are uh, there. There are a lot of um, you know a lot of benefits, and there there can be a lot a large recovery depending on the value and the, the as well as the injuries significant. The severity of the injuries. Um, so, so yeah, they never want to rely on the insurance company to uh, take care of the injured worker. I know a lot of times I see that they say, well, the insurance company's paying my benefits and they're paying for my medical care. And, but it always, there's always a hiccup that comes up. There's always, and they're a, so you know, nice. Yeah. They're so nice to me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then they, you know, then if you mention, well, I'm looking at an attorney, then they may, May change their tune, but um, if, if you, put, I tell a lot of times my clients, what if, if that adjuster was in your position? Don't you think they'd be talking to an attorney? And they'd be like, Yeah, okay, well, it might behoove you to, to talk to us and then and, and let us help you because again, it's there's no risk. Um, you don't pay us anything. It's contingency based, and uh, this is again, we've handled over five thousand workers' comp cases, so we know this system backwards and forwards. Folks come to us. Um, and all different types of injuries from construction workers, Amazon employees, FedEx employees, to um, you know flight attendants, to professionals, um, to sport sport professionals. If as long as you're on the job in any capacity, you and you're injured, whether it's no fault of your own or um, hypothetically, if, if, if you, you know, if, if it was your fault for some reason or another, you can still get workers comp benefits. So there's no, it's strict liability. So there's, that's the standard. Uh, so there's no negligence standard such as in a personal injury type case. And, and Nate, by talking to them yourself, you can end up helping them Correct. by saying the wrong thing. That's, that's exactly right, Steve. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, a lot of times the the insurance company will want to take a recorded statement shortly after the accident. And I tell my clients not to agree to that and also let us kind of handle that, that uh, and, and kind of hold your hand through that process because it, they're all, they're always going to be trying to uncover information that's going to benefit them um, to try to deny the claim. I mean, that's the reason they're doing the recorded statement is they they are investigating them. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. They're fact gathering um, because maybe they're, the employer hasn't gotten back with them and provided their information, or maybe there aren't uh, witness statements to the accident itself. So they are fact gathering, but a lot of times they're going to ask questions that uh, will, will, will be to their benefit and um, because they're, they're trying to find a way to deny the claim. Uh, they're trying to find whether uh, the, the injured person had a pre-existing accident um, uh, or whether this accident uh, could have happened outside of work, at home or at church or something like that. Um, and therefore, uh, they can find a way to, to, to deny it and not pay the benefits. And that's why it's always good to have us there to who we're experts. We know this and we've been doing this for a long time. So and in fact, all the attorneys in my office worked for the insurance companies for a couple of years. We all did that. We got the training, so we understand their tactics and tricks, um, and that that only benefits our clients. Well, Nate, I'm going to ask you a tough question, and I know it's a tough question because it's come up in our other markets under workers' compensation, and I, I don't know if it's just too early yet, but we have gotten a lot of people who uh, contracted COVID at work. Do you have any test cases yet That's where workers comp would cover that? That's a great, great question, Steve. You know, we've, we fielded a lot of those calls um, and uh, you know, the, obviously we have to look at the severity, whether it's a long-term long haul COVID type scenario um the stat i guess the the legislature in each state created some created statutes which accommodated um co folks who get covid um on the job and entitled them to benefits in georgia unfortunately there wasn't a statute uh, created to protect the injured workers um so 
the trying the causal connection or establishing a causal connection uh, with the con contracting COVID uh, with the job is tenuous in Georgia. It's been been very difficult to prove. Now, I did have we did have kind of a, a test case that um, that, that uh, took place where an unfortunate situation where a, a doctor who owned a medical practice in the Atlanta area he passed away due to COVID. Um, and there were seven or eight other employees, uh, medical professionals in that facility and, and staff who contracted COVID at the same time. So I feel like there, there definitely was a direct causal connection and yes. relationship. Um, but um, the, there was no, um, there was no uh, direct uh, supportive um, statute in Georgia that really protected the injured, you know, even even a death type situation that allowed for um, a stat, you know, getting getting benefits through COVID because of COVID. However, we did we did get this uh, the, the deceased uh, family members some benefits. We got them some benefits. We were able to take it to court and get get a resolution which was positive for our client. But a lot of times with COVID, like uh, Thankfully, a lot of people do recover, and so the permanency of that the injury and that the the, uh, the disease and the condition is going to be really one of the big factors. Um, and a lot of times, they may try to establish, oh, well, this wasn't COVID, this was um, pneumonia, or this was something that was high, you know, that was unrelated to COVID that, that is really causing their condition and their you know permanency and those kind of things and therefore it's not work related. So there's, it's unfortunate. Um, and I wish, wish we had a better, a clearer um, avenue for recovery uh, for COVID for the injured workers, but it's been, that's been a, been a tough situation. Well, I gotta tell you, this is really a subject that's very dear to my heart. Uh, I've already been to my doctor, my pulmonologist this morning, because I did, contract COVID while I was working uh, that we know it, it and it's hard to prove but it's pretty much because there was two people at work who already had COVID and I got it there and my pulmonologist said I am going to have breathing problems for the rest of my life because it does affect your lungs right right no that's uh that's a good point I mean and I think that um each state's different. I think Florida, there was a they, they did carve out a statute for for co, for um, essential workers or certain workers. Um, but in with any type of accident, if in workers' comp, what they're looking for is how long you're going to be out of work, and and if you're able to work and perform your job duties regardless of um, the the condition, then. You, arguably, you're not entitled to, you know, income benefits, um, but you might be entitled to medical care. Uh, there are three avenues of recovery with workers' comp. There, if you're injured on the job and you're uh, taken out of work due to the accident, you're entitled. The injured worker is entitled to a weekly workers' comp check. And each state has a different am amount as to the maximum. In Georgia, it's seven hundred and twenty-five dollars a week. Um, as long as a workers' comp doctor has that injured worker out of out of work, um, you are also entitled. The injured worker is entitled to medical care, all medical treatment uh, related to the work accident, and down the road they are entitled to an impairment rating, and that's the loss of use of the body part due to the work accident. So, um, you know, it, a lot of it is it, it all depends on what the doctors, the workers' comp doctors, the approved doctors. Uh, what their recommendations are, what their um, how they, what their opinion is as to the disability, how long they believe the injured worker is going to be out of work, and how long um, and what future medical they're going to be entitled to, and at some point um, there will be a settlement, and that's when the the you know their, the fee would be paid for the the attorney services, and usually that's carved out. It's twenty five percent of any type of settlement. Uh, and that is towards the end of the treatment and after after the the, the, the injured worker or claimant has uh, got gotten as good as they can or they they've become reached maximum medical improvement that's kind of the term 
that is used by the doctors. And um, I would say 95%, 98% of the workers' comp cases settle at some point uh, in, during, the pendant, during the case. Um, at some point, sometimes the cases don't settle, but, but most of the time they do. And you got to be patient too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 probably the one of the most difficult um, issues to deal with is because the insurance company is going to delay things, drag things out, deny treatment, and um, a lot of times the injured worker, could, if they had health, you know, health insurance. I had a I had an interesting situation once where I had an injured worker who came to us and she uh, she injured her shoulder on the job and she uh, she said well i i, I um i want to select this doctor he's on the approved list and i used him previously for a knee a knee injury and uh, and but that was through health insurance and i got a knee surgery with him i really like him so i went to him and i, I saw him and he uh, he said look i know that you need uh surgery to your shoulder but since this is workers comp uh, it's going to be a totally different process. And, you know, we're going to have to under, you're going to have to go undergo physical therapy, MRIs, probably injections, and then the insurance company may or may not approve the surgery. Uh, you know, but before she was, you know, with her health insurance from the previous accident, of which wasn't on the job, he just said, look, you need surgery. Let's go ahead and get it done next week. So that's just how, how the system is. There is, and that's why it's good to have an attorney like us, experts to kind of help guide them along the process. Um, a lot of times there can be delayed reaching the insurance company, the adjusters and, or the attorneys who represent the insurance company. We have good relationships with the insurance companies and um, we are respected firms. So they, the insurance companies respond to us quickly and we usually can get uh, the results a lot faster and more efficient than um, doing it on your own. You know, we are getting a lot of text messages from people outside the Atlanta area. I just want to make this clear. You do handle cases in Georgia, not just Atlanta. Correct, Steve. Yeah, we handle cases throughout the whole state from Savannah to Brunswick to Albany, up to Dalton, Gainesville. We handle, you know, you name it, anywhere in the state of Georgia, we'll, we'll take on a case. Well, if you're watching on TV, we've been scrolling um, Nate's phone number, his office number. You can call and make an appointment. If you're listening on radio right now, Nate, give everybody your phone number. Sure. Uh, phone number is 770-922-3660. 770-922-3660. We're happy to help answer any questions, any you know, uh, phone calls free. It's a free consultation. Uh, we are experts. We have um, multiple um, experts who are can answer the phone right now, answer your questions, direct you uh, whichever whichever way is best for you. That's what one thing I would note is I each case we look at what's best for our clients uh, and potential clients. So we will, you know, guide them the, the route that we think is best under the circumstances for them in order for uh, the, the, the outcome to be the best and most beneficial for them. Well, I hate to do this. I told you it <laughs> goes by fast, but we've got less than a minute. Why should I retain your firm? Uh, that's a good, good question. You know, I, I, we are experts in workers comp. We've been doing this board certified. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I would say in Georgia, there isn't like a board certified per se, but you know, we're experts. All of us are experts in workers comp, um, handle over 5,000 workers comp cases in Georgia. We, um, you know, know this system backwards and forwards. We used to work for the insurance companies for a couple of years. I feel like that gives us, um, uh, one up on a lot of attorneys. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you name a, a situation, uh, a case situation, we've handled that uh, in one, one situation or another. We try cases, we go to court, we win cases, we have a, a very uh, favorable uh, reputation. We, you know, you can check out our website. We have uh, plenty of positive Google reviews and uh, we're more than happy to assist anyone who's injured on the job. Well, Nate, I am so glad that we have your firm. 
uh, all those people who've been writing us over the last uh, three or four months, why don't you have a workers' comp attorney? And I'll bet you a lot of them learn new things today. And we will be getting into this deep, more deeply. Uh, Nate will be back with us again next month. Nate, what a great job. Great first show. And uh, we will see you again next month with more Ask the Experts. Sounds great, Steve. Looking forward to it. Same here. That's uh, Nate and his uh, firm, which is, again, Workers' Comp is one of the finest workers' comp firms in Georgia. We are so lucky to have him. And, you know, the second show is always our great friends from uh, Sunbelt Business Brokers. And we not only get them, but we get the head of the Atlantic Division. I said Atlanta, Atlanta Division uh, Noreen Martin, Doreen Martin. Uh, we are going to be today. We've got such a great show. Uh, if you own a business, you don't want to miss today's show because there's so many interesting things we're going to be talking today. It's we're going to be talking about selling a medical practice. Yeah, selling a medical practice. So if you want just the greatest information from one of the finest business brokers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, not only just in the state of Georgia, but throughout the United States, I'm very, very well aware of Sunbell Business Brokers. And we're going to, there she is. How are you? Hi, hi Doreen. Thanks we for were, the promotion uh, there. <laughs> yeah, we just had a, a new expert who does workers' comp law. Um, and we are just, I love doing, I love the way we break down your show. This week it's going to be on if you've got a medical facility, a medical practice, we're going to be talking about selling your practice. And I myself have so many questions for you today, but before we get started, as always, and we thank Sunbell Business Brokers. Today's show is actually brought to you by Sunbell Business Brokers of Atlanta, who specializes in selling your business. I want you to contact them today. Set up an appointment. Call Sunbell Business Brokers of Atlanta at 770 770- Nine three six nine zero nine nine. Gosh, you know, with going to TV, uh, Doreen, I, we've getting so many people who are finding our show. We have got so many new listeners. So I know we do this every week, but I'm going to ask you to do it again. Tell people about Sunbelt Business Brokers. Okay, Sunbelt Atlanta. Um, we have been in, in business here in Atlanta since 1998, um, representing sellers since 1998, founders and sellers of companies. We have uh, 10 professionals in our firm, um, and we we cover just about any industry we've got. Uh, we do a lot in technology. We do a lot in the medical space. We do a tremendous amount of work in business services. Um distribution, manufacturing, um, across the board. And we represent uh, companies as small as uh, 
$250,000 in transaction value up to about 75 million. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Takes more than a few days on a, a business worth more than 75 million, I take it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing it a long time. Um, you know, collectively our firm, we've got, uh, we've got 90 years of experience um, between the deal makers here in the office and we have closed over 900 transactions, pushing pushing a thousand here. You can see uh, some of them on our on our website. We can't disclose. Sometimes we we have we can't disclose them. Um, it's kind of written in, in in the end there. But you can see a lot of our um, our closings on our website. They're what what's known in the industry as tombstones. I've done this for 20 years. I've never had anybody be able to tell me why they're called tombstones, but they are. If you if you scroll over those, they'll flip. And on the other side, it will give you the, the case study. It'll tell you, you know, um, how long it took from launch date to close date to close it, um, whether or not we got the full asking price and how many LOIs um, we received on, on that business. So we've got pages and pages and pages of, wow, um, of successful transactions that you can see there. To show that. Um, you know, I, all we keep hearing is this downer news about the economy. And, you, you know, it, it does. I see it does affect a lot of businesses. And I'm sure a lot of people want to sell their business because of the economy. Do you see that big a difference now than, say, five, six, seven years ago, somebody wanting to sell their business? We are not seeing it yet. Honestly, the only place we're seeing it right now is in the media. And I know that um, a lot of people are feeling the impact of the economy. Inflation is is killing people. Um, but businesses, it's it's kind of a, it's it's interesting because businesses across most of our industries that we're representing right now, they they're all saying they have not seen a slowdown. So. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll, maybe the doom and gloom is not going to come. I think we will, we will see a slowdown. Um, And, you know, some industries will be hit harder than others. We're not seeing it yet. Now, you know, last week the Fed just ticked up the interest rate again. Um, And we are, we are looking for different ways to structure transactions, certainly because interest rates will have an impact on that. Um, But, with um, with the recession, and you know, I've done this long enough now to have, to have been through a couple. Um, we uh, we can see an an uptick um, in buyer activity as people get laid off and they decide that you know they're they're done with corporate America. They want to um, own a business for themselves. They'll take that four hundred one k money, roll it into a small business. So small business sales. Um, can see an uptick. And then our lower middle market um, practice is, is, you know, there's some, there's some urgency there. Um, and, and that's because, you know, private equity firms really are, you know, they're, they're putting their investors money to work. And usually that's a cycle. That's a five to seven year cycle. And if their investors in that fund don't see their money working, they then have the opportunity to pull it out. Um, and so, you know, private equity firms are building portfolios, they're building wealth for, for their clients. And, um, if, if they aren't investing in businesses, they're not growing that portfolio. And when, when word of a recession starts to happen, um, sellers kind of start thinking, well, maybe it's not the right time to sell. So there are, and then some industries are just hit hard and it's not a good time to sell. Um, So there are fewer companies on the market to acquire, um, but there's a tremendous amount of dry powder out there um, sitting in these private equity firms that, that needs to be deployed. So the, uh, there are fewer fish in the, in the pool that they're fishing from. You know, so I'd compliment you, Doreen, that you do so much behind the scene work that people don't even see, and you haven't even made your first dime yet. So I want to know how 
do you determine, first of all, the value of a medical practice? With a medical practice, um, depending, different specialties can be valued differently. Um, and, uh, but they're, they're like um, other businesses where it's going to be a multiple of, um, of their net income. And it's, it can be anywhere from, you know, a two multiple to a three and a half, depending on um, the size of the practice. There's always a size premium in there. You know, um, is, it a, is it a multi-location practice with multiple physicians that are all co-owners in it? Um, is it a single practitioner? Um, is it a specialty? You know, is it, is it a dermatologist or... Um, you know, podiatrist, um, you know, that will, that will impact the multiple. There's a, you know, higher multiple than a, than a general, than a general practitioner. Um, you know, we've, we've sold a few medical practices here now and these, the, the, the big thing that, um, that can really impact value is, is, is books and records. Um, you know, you have to have, um, very clean financials, um, and and most most doctors do because they they don't like to do that stuff themselves, and so and so they have CPAs and things that do that for them. But electronic records, you know, a lot of physicians um, that are waiting until retirement age to exit out um, don't have the don't have patient records electronically. Um, and, and that in this, this day and age um, is something you really want to do. So when we take a medical practice to market, you know, we, before we do that, we'll sit down with them and we'll, we'll kind of go through the entire practice and, and what that looks like. And if, um, if you are not electronic yet, if you're not digital yet, you know, we really encourage you to, you know, get your records in order and in digital digitally. Um, and there are companies out there that can come in and, and do that um, um, relatively quickly and without a lot of, of added stress to your practice um, and relatively inexpensive as compared to what it can do to the, to the value of your business. It's worth spending that money and in, in doing it before we go to market. Um, once the valuations in a medical industry, when you, ex what are you seeing? What are you going to expect that's going to change if there are any changes over the next two years? Will it change much? You know, that is kind of a crystal ball question. I don't think so. Unless there's something that really happens, you know, um, with regulations or, or something like that. Um, but I, I don't see that, that changing. But another thing that can impact Im, impact value too is, um, you know, do you have multiple revenue streams or can you have multiple revenue streams? Um, you know, are you, you know, are you, are you making money, you know, on, on ancillary services? Um, maybe that is um, product lines for dermatologists or supplements or, um, you know, Medicaid is now, um, is now covering remote patient monitoring. You know, are you, are you offering um, remote patient monitoring? There are companies out there that do remote patient monitoring and that can be, you know, that's the software driven a lot of times. And so that can be a, re a pretty solid, strong recurring revenue stream for, um, for a medical practice um, that is really completely hands-off. They're prescribing the, the, you know, the remote monitoring device and, um, you know, they're paying for that device once and it goes, goes home with the patient. The doctor's able to really see, you know, is, is this patient compliant with their medicines? Is this patient doing what they're supposed to do? So that can really help the physician. And then on the other side, after that initial purchase of that of that monitoring device, um, you know, they're 
Medicaid is paying them. I think Medicaid right now is paying like one hundred and six dollars a you know a Medicaid patient, and you know a big portion of that is going to go to the physician. So you know, do you, are there ancillary revenue streams, especially recurring ones, that you can bring into your medical practice? Um, that is that's highly valuable when you're when you're interested in in selling. My uh, brother was an internist in Dallas, and one day he just said, you know what, I'm going to get out of, I don't, he said, I don't want to be a doctor anymore because they keep changing the rules on us, and they don't allow us to practice the way we used to be able to practice, and I'm going to become a hospital administrator. And I got to tell you, he tried to sell his business to his buddies first. Yeah. Uh, in Dallas, but he ended up getting a business broker and he said it was the best thing he could ever do because it was tying his hands, people calling his office, uh, the tire kickers, like I say. Um, But that's why a company like yours is so important to a physician because you know how to turn every stone over and find the right buyer. Yeah, yeah, and we will we will help you prepare your your practice for sale too. And that is um, that is the route that a lot of physicians go is they've got um, co-owners in in these practices um, that they try to sell to first, and that can be complex. That is one of the things you really want to do as early as possible. If you do not have a buy sell agreement, if you are a multi location practice with multiple physicians that are co-owners in that practice. A lot of times we see that the co-owners kind of have equal, equal shares, equal value in the, in the business and own proportionately the same. Um, When you form that practice, you want to sit down then and come up with the terms of a buy-sell agreement. Um, Practices have to be sold at fair market value because there are anti-kickback laws and anti-referral laws um, in Georgia and in most parts of the country that, that go into play. So that part of it is easy. But if you are a multi-physician practice and there are six of you, you know, what's going to happen when you when you decide to sell? What when the you know one of the partners wants wants to sell three of the partners want to sell three of them don't how is that going to be handled those are kind of things that can be worked out in the beginning um some want to stay some want to go um and then you know in that in that buy sell agreement um i would really strongly recommend that you you uh, I've, i've seen one where it was written that all of the all of the partners had to agree on when to sell. Well, you know, to get six people <laughs> to agree on when to sell at the same time, that's difficult, if, if not impossible. So you want to make sure that that's in there um, as a as a uh, majority type of situation. And that's where you really want an attorney involved because an attorney, um, if, if they had had an attorney involved at, at, at that point, I think the attorney probably would have thrown a flag on the field and said, eh, you don't you don't want to have everybody that has to involve you. You just want a majority. So those are things you can do and should do in the beginning. Um, and multi-owner practices um, are highly saleable, and in you know there could be three people that want to exit out, three that want to stay, one that wants to go off um, and and break off as a solo practitioner. Um, which can usually be done in those cases. If you do have one or two people that want to split off and, and go solo um, that can get a little complex with, um, with non-competition agreements. So, um, but we work through all that and, and, uh, and, and that's, that's what we're here for. And um, we can assist you with all of that. And then of course there's keeping it confidential. Right. Um, and until you find the buyer and then um, and then it's notifying the patients, you know, we help with that because, uh, you know, legally you do have to notify the patients with a letter or public announcement or and we we help with all of all of that, too. And and when to do that and how to do it and um, 
And, you know, we work with, uh, with the closing attorney on, on how that's going to be done, when it's going to be done. We always want it, the attorney will always want it done real early. We always want to make sure that, that we know it's going to go to the closing table before letters go out. So, so we all work together as a, as a team to get that done. Doreen, how do you, I don't see how you do, you know about so many different types of businesses and there's so many things that just like we're talking now, you do a valuation on a business. You don't charge Mm -hmm. for that. And do you add these comments to these potential clients? Like you should have this on a buy sell and, do you get into that at all when you do the valuation? No, not too much. We will we will say, you know, if they've got multiple partners and they don't have a buy-sell, look, it's really important that you get some kind of a buy-sell agreement in place. Right. But that's, yeah, and then we refer, you know, we'll make a referral to an attorney because we don't, that's, we don't want to tell them what should be in the buy-sell other than, you know, like I, I can talk to a situation like that and say, Hey, you might want to talk to your attorney about making sure you have, um, you don't have to have a hundred percent, um, agreement or something like that. But, but we will, we, we can, you know, if you don't have electronic records in place, we will recommend, you know, Hey, you know, get a company in there to get all of your patient records electronically, you know, filed. Um, you might want to, you know, definitely keep track of audits and, and issues with that. If there's not a buy-sell agreement, okay, before we go to market, let's get an attorney in here to put together a buy-sell agreement with, you know, you and in the other owners in the company. Um, so, you know, we will, we, we can kind of refer and, and point in those directions and then on what, what will make it the most valuable. And then when we get there, that's, that's when we go to market, but we do do um, the opinion of value um, is one of the first steps in our process. And we do not charge for that. We are probably one of the only firms actually that doesn't charge any kind of upfront retainer fee at all. We sit on the same side of the table with you until the company sells. We're just very fortunate and we are a, we're a large firm um, we close a lot of transactions. And so, you know, we don't have to charge a retainer fee to be able to afford to um, prepare and take your company to market. So we sit on the same side of the table with you in, until the company sells. And that includes doing that um, opinion and value. We feel like we cannot know if we can help you until um, we get to see under the hood and look at the financials and look at the, you know, mix of sales and all that stuff. Um, we can't know if we can help you until we do that opinion of value. And then you can't really know if you're ready to sell or if it's time to sell and until you have that. Um, so, so that is where we start. We've just got a few minutes left. What types of buyers are looking for businesses in the medical space? Um, there's a lot of roll-up acquisitions going on right now from, you know, hospital systems that are rolling in practices. Um, and then you've got, um, larger groups that are rolling in, you know, rolling up practices, um, specialty, um, practices in other States that want to expand their footprint and their geography are looking for practices. And then you've got, you know, medical schools students that are that are coming right out of college um and you know it's easy it's easy to bring them into a practice because uh, you know they get 100 percent financing when they when they when they buy a practice so so lots and lots of buyers in the space lots of you know opportunity for you as the seller um because you know sometimes somebody would rather bring in a a student recently out of college and transition um, a practice to them, especially a general practice. Um, you see that. And then um, you have others that would um, rather roll into a larger organization. We see a lot of mergers. That is one thing, you know, people always say, when, when's the best time to sell, to sell my business. And we always say, when, um, when you are, ready to do something else when you're getting burned out and you're just tired of what you do. Um, 
because you don't want you don't want things to to slip um, when you're ready to retire um, and when you're not under any duress. That is this is different with medical practice. Um, it is it is one of the one of the industries that we will say you know definitely do not wait until you're ready to retire. Um, your your practice is most valuable when you are you know mid career um, because you're you know you're you are a lot of times even you know even in the multi location multi physician practices um, you guys are the you know you are the practice it's it's your personality it's your you know and you've got to transition those those patients. And that can that can take some time. And so, you know, the your your practice is most valuable when you're mid-career because of, of that reason. But then also if you roll into a larger practice when you're mid-career, um, you're gonna be able to to get rid of get rid of some of the administration overhead. You're gonna be able to get rid of um, a lot of the, uh, definitely a lot of the overhead, you're going to have more resources. Larger practices can offer, you know, more referrals um, than you could just bring in on your own. So um, when you sell your practice mid-career, you're taking a lot of the costs out of your practice. And so, you know, your earning potential after that sale can actually can actually go up and you've got, you know, another, another 10, 15 years to, to just kind of just make money as a, as a physician and do what you love to do too. Doreen, give everybody your phone number and also having people ask for your website address. It's 770-936-9099. And our website is Sunbelt, S-U-N-B-E-L-T, Atlanta, A-T-L-A-N-T-A.com. Doreen, I love the way you explain everything. Uh, you don't take it for granted that uh, that these doctors, especially, are geniuses. And when it comes to business, they're going to understand everything you're saying. I love the way you explain and you break it down. Doreen's going to be back with us again next week with more Ask the Experts. Doreen, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Doreen Morgan. What a great company that she runs with Sunbelt. Um, And we're going to be back with you again next week with more Ask the Experts. Thanks for tuning in today. Tell your friends about the show. We always have legal health, financial, and home improvement experts on our show in the Atlanta area. Everybody have a wonderful week. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in today to the Ask the Expert show on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Tune in next week and every week to hear more from our experts on personal injury, insurance, air condition repairs, estate planning, Medicare, and many other topics in the areas of legal, health, financial, and home improvement. See you next week.